up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Court of Capes MCU Partey. Still coming up with that name. Come on, listeners or other judges. Uh, please give us, please give us a name. Something, something fun, something exciting, something intriguing. Anyways, <clears throat> I am joined by my other judges as we discuss, rate, rank, and just really delve into MCU content. Currently, we are discussing the new Disney show, Loki. Well, I guess not new. Episode three. And I am joined by some very special judges. They're always special. Always very special to me. Help really bring good opinions to the table. Let me introduce them and myself. I am Joshua Shelton, the renegade. Alongside of me, we have Judge Cooper. Yeah, I think, I think I'm Anthony's variant. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, dang. <laughs> The uh, Wanda Visionary, the young one, Anthony Cooper. Yeah, I think I'm Curtis's variant. <laughs> All the while, also our <laughs> MCU conspiracy theorist, JC. Love is a spoon. <laughs> oh, I like I like that one. <laughs> All right, guys. So yeah, I'm well, I don't think I'm. I- I don't think I've ever heard JC that upset distilled down into a single sentence before. <laughs> hey, that hey. was dripping with vitriol. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'd say it's better than hello. <laughs> Thank that you. Was, there was, was some a, sauce yes. behind that. This is yeah. going to be a good episode. <laughs> bring, <laughs> bring, bring, he's bringing more to the table, JC, and I really appreciate that, man. Give That's why I'm here. Some spice to this podcast. So we, before we discuss some of the details of this episode, JC is going to give us a nice little synopsis, and then we're going to discuss our general thoughts and some possible details slash conspiracy theories of Loki. It's always fun talking about that kind of stuff with the MCU. And we kind of went on a, a different path last episode, and I really love where it took us. So let's do that again, boys. Okay, here we are. After briefly and unsuccessfully infiltrating the Time Variance Authority, Loki and his female variant are stranded on the moon of Lamentus One, mid-apocalypse, where they must either learn to function as a team or perish. All right. No, all the wilds, JC. Breaking that trend. Breaking the mold. Let's see. Are you going to be breaking the mold of this entire episode? That's the real question. Because <laughs> honestly, JC, throughout this entire podcast, sometimes, man, I feel like I've had to dive through this computer screen and give you a little bit of a talking to. Man, you start <laughs> fights in this court. Uh, you know, I might be held in contempt someday. We'll see. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of hard uh, for you all to have like similar opinions when you're next to me and Anthony, who are literally the same person. <laughs> well, with some variations. Some mm-hmm. variations. Indeed. <laughs> all right. So we discussed before uh, we uh, started recording here, um, listeners, that we're going to give our general thoughts. And I'm going to be the first person to give my general thoughts of this episode. 
And what did you think? What did I think? Seven out of ten. Okay. Maybe E6. Okay. Well, that, that, I feel like six and a seven are two wildly different scores. Okay. Because, <sighs> like, to me, to me, seven is like, okay, this just cleared the, the, the mark of, like, this was good. Whereas six is like, eh, there was good stuff, but, like, it's kind of mediocre at the same time. Okay. If that's the way we're going to define what those numbers at least mean, that's just what i think, of when I think of the well six. yeah yeah i mean based on your definition here i'm going with a six okay okay so yes this episode for me was kind of mad there was some revelations into what the situation was going on um and uh it was very linear there wasn't really third like a, a third dimension or extra dimension of this episode is very linear. Them two so went on a straight line. Yeah, it was a straight line. The them two were literally trapped on this uh, moon and trying to find a way out. Uh, all the while revealing some stuff about each other and who they are and where they come from. So JC, you could have could have done that, man. There, there's at least that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have i have my reasons for not including it i'll get to that later oh yeah no, i'm excited <laughs> to hear what you have to say but that's what i had to say about this episode um and my thoughts on the just a general level curtis what about you man um i think this was the weakest piece of mcu television we have seen thus far i could i could get with that yeah like I think that um, where Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision kind of faltered was kind of at the end. Um, I think the buildup to both of those shows was overall pretty excellent. So I don't have really much critique there. Whereas, like, I really like the first two episodes of Loki, and this episode kind of just sagged. And uh, I have I have spoilery reasons for that, but uh, we'll get to those later. But... Uh, yeah, I think that it just came across as like a CW episode where like mm. the purple planet just looks super low budget and I realize it's TV, so like you can't make everything look super pretty. Well, then in that case, pick a different setting because it looked kind of kind of grungy the whole time and not in a good way. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Until they got to the city, then it had a, a totally different look. Um, yeah. But a little like there was there were style. definitely there was definitely some fun to be had in this episode. We're not talking like I'm talking like doldrums of the Batman or Iron Man Armored Adventures, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We are talking about an MCU show here. Yeah, there was some really, there was some cool character interactions. I thought there was definitely some of that left a lot to be desired, in my opinion. But uh, overall, I'm still intrigued to see where the where the show goes, just because I'm ready to see some uh, returning characters, specifically Owen Wilson. Please come back. I miss you so much. Oh. All Please, right. Owen, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I'll throw that. I'll, I'll now throw this to our podcast's resident, Owen Wilson, Anthony. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ka-chow. I wish this episode didn't happen. <laughs> Why, in my opinion, this is the most episode 15 of a 24 episode CW <laughs> show I have ever seen. Oh, man. 
Like I thought, the the more I think about the episode, the more I don't like it. When I first finished it, I was like, "Oh man," there was like one or there were some things that stood out. I'm like, "Huh, I liked it." The more I'm like, "Huh," those are starting to fade away. And I'm thinking of all the nothing I did for 15 minutes of them walking in a straight line with this stick of a character, and then just uh, just walking around asking people, "Hey, when's this gonna blow up?" And it's like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> turns out pretty soon, I guess. And may I just ask, why does every resident of every, like, desert planet in any sci-fi have to have a country accent? Why? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You ain't around for these parts, you space fan. And, like, the security people were wearing, like, cardigans. Like, what was that? (laughs) Those costumes were super dumb. Super dumb and bad. Very poor, uh, poor costumes. In a general, general sense... The dialogue just there was this was like watching brain dead tv for the most part because it didn't feel like anybody was bouncing off of anybody loki would say something and then someone would say something else and then loki would just kind of either say the same thing he did before or Or just not acknowledge the person at all and the other person would just not change in personality Mm. so if it, you don't you don't need a filler episode in a what in is a it? six, six episode, episode show episodes six no. this was this was just terrible television yeah I didn't like it I didn't like there's no point to watching this you could literally probably watch the next episode and look up like oh the one thing that happened in this episode you, yeah there was you one did. thing that was said within <laughs> the episode that brought revelation to the whole situation but still and that wasn't even the biggest thing all right jc overall give it like a five or a four (laughs) i am so glad that i'm not gonna have to fight on this one (laughs) yeah yeah oh i was so terrified that i'd be the only one that did not like this episode thank you guys i'm right there with you Thank yeah, you. I, I didn't really like it much at all. I watched it twice expecting that, okay, maybe it's going to like reveal some stuff or the quality is going to go up kind of like the second episode. Like I liked the second episode, but then I watched it again. I was like, whoa, okay. I actually really like this episode now. Um, yeah. But this one, no. I have a theory that if you all went back right now and rewatched the first two episodes back to back, and I could be wrong, but I think you'll see the declining quality that I felt that has just even more steeply declined. I don't know. I rewatched episode two and, you know, it, it was what it was. No, I yeah. think episode two is still my favorite. It was it was great. OK, OK, that's maybe maybe I'm wrong with episode. But but I to me, it was just a foreshadowing of what was coming this week. But uh-huh. that's just my feelings. But yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I think it was, I don't remember who said it, but it was by far the worst Disney Plus episode so far of any Marvel show, easily. Uh, this was the first time where I was just like, yeah, this wasted my time. I, I, I don't, it's been a long time since I said that about Marvel. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, man. Well, that's sad to see. Um, I still, I mean, and I, I watched this with my friend, Monica, and, and uh, I was just like, you know, what do you think of this? And she was just like, 
what, what did we just watch? And, and uh, we both kind of went to the same thing. There was no character that had chemistry with another character during the entire episode. Yep. Oh, we were only really following with two characters, but yeah, I get it. They yeah, didn't have chemistry. Leads me... What do you say, Anthony? They didn't have chemistry, period. And I yeah, feel like exactly. the script was bad enough to where they weren't even given a chance. That's possible, but it still leads me further down my idea that this actress was horribly miscast in this role. Oh. I'm still not off that train yet. We'll see if she can persuade me otherwise, but I still feel strongly about that. Stacey, I mean, I might be buying a ticket to that train soon. I appreciate it. <laughs> All aboard. I mean, okay, there's a... Shall, okay. We, shall we break open the spoiler valve real quick, just in case we, like, oh. talk about some spoilers? Because I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I have something to contribute there's to like, this. And... There's only, like, three things you can spoil. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, anyways, so, all right, mean, the listeners, there you have it. Those were our general thoughts on episode um, three. We will now be going into spoiler content so if you have not seen the episode which has been out for quite a bit now uh please go and watch and then come back and you can listen to us discuss other detailed information about loki episode three curtis what were you gonna say okay so um me and anthony kind of talked about the sylvie problem right after we watched the uh the episode and i think it's I, i think you all might agree and so I actually don't really have a problem with like the actual actress um, herself yeah. because like, I think the, the lion's share of the blame lies in the writing. Cause like yeah. they wrote a quote unquote variant of Loki. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether she's a real variant or someone who's pretending to be Loki because she's not anything like any possible Loki that I could like imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't mind her being like wildly different in personality from Loki, but like the fact of the matter is Loki's supposed to be fun. And literally her character in this episode literally just got angry at stuff. And that was it. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's all she did. And the fact that like she didn't like make jokes or like try to like play up the mischief element, like that's what I really thought when I heard that like um she'd been cast to play like lady loki i was like okay like we're gonna have like this fun like um word play between them and they're both gonna be super clever and it's gonna be great but like she's just like this random angry person yeah i like that's the point i was literally just about to bring up that curtis that i i wouldn't say it's the casting of her that's the issue i would i would put the blame on the writer's of you know the lines they wrote for her and stuff like that there's only so much you can do uh you know with with bad writing so i i currently have the blame on the writers and who she is i don't i don't have a problem with the casting and i also so i looked it up because jc i was going to ask you whether or not you know you were you know pro this loki variant or you're still go or like still down the hill that you don't really like her but right. you you mentioned i mean all we had from episode two was literally just seeing her that's true you know and you were already down in the dumps on that one that's so, true so and i think this episode further justified that <laughs> no i will for but you had no evidence to support your thoughts on episode two okay Josh, i mean sometimes first, you get vibes sometimes you get vibes first impressions are extraordinarily important 
we had no real impression. She turned around, <laughs> then just freaking went in the portal, and that was that was it. We saw she her. She didn't look very it. fun. She didn't look fun. She didn't. Uh, she, she didn't, didn't do fun. it in a Loki way. Nope. If Loki turned around, she said she would have put her arms out and said surprise or something like that instead yes. of. Yes. <laughs> but she's yep. supposed. She's supposed to be different, and we're we're attached to the way Loki is, and this is like a Loki variant. Well, that's what they're portraying her to be. She could totally be someone different, and a lot of people brought this up, and the director actually addressed this. Like um, after episode three, Kate Heron um, actually said in an interview, if you guys would like to listen, about this Loki variant. All right. And this is what she had to say, because they were kind of bringing up some of the issues. She said, I would say there's more to be delved into, which is kind of true, right? One thing I would say is like she's different to the comics. She's a unique character, but obviously there are things that have been pulled from. I think for her character, she's on the run and she's called Sylvie and she's dyed her hair. The blonde we associate with Sylvie is played in that sense, but it makes sense for her character within our story. But I would say deeper than that, yeah, there's more to be revealed about her character as it comes out. So JC, we kind of brought up before that we would kind of prefer her hair to be black. So it seems that this Sylvie is kind of a rebel of who uh, she was born to be the Loki within her, you know, timeline. Now, whether or not we like that story, it's different. Well, she's like a bad that, character. That story in and of itself has yet to be told within the actual show. Exactly. Like if, they can, if they convey that, like, she's trying to, like, kind of, like, break her programming as, like, Loki is, like, the person who's supposed to, like, exist solely for other people's character development like yeah that's a great plot point and i would really be interested to see that hopefully it's overtly dealt with and they don't just expect us to like infer that yeah my biggest my biggest issue with this episode is that when you get to know a character you're supposed to get to know the character when the character just says oh i'm not gonna tell you and just refers to one vague thing and then Mm -hmm. that's it that's not a character that's just a person who responds to actions and you can't you can't connect with a character that's not there. Yeah. Okay. I I somewhat agree with you. However, some of the most compelling characters are the ones that have the most mystery to them. That this isn't mystery. This is no, no. I know. I'm saying, but based on yeah, exactly. You're based on your explanation, though. I would say some of the most compelling characters are like some of the most mysterious characters, and she lost. And they're compelling based yeah. on their personality alone. This has no yeah. personality besides anger, and then there's nothing to back up why she's angry besides, oh, man, I'm going to take him out. And Loki's like, well, how are you going to do that? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> there's, it, it feels very aimless. This was a straight line episode with an aimless content. It didn't make sense at all why they put this out. Yeah. And I think that what's weird is that we've already seen Loki around like a character who kind of functions as his straight man like a person who's supposed to like keep him in line yeah like that's that was literally thor before he like took the taika watiti serum and became fun <laughs> like he was just like oh brother you shouldn't do these things like i'm angry at you now and like we've seen this yeah but we've the, yeah, seen the, him the, like get shut down by all these characters before yeah the thor loki like, dynamic was still pretty fun oh no i i think that it grew over time yeah and by ragnarok it was incredible oh yeah and i and i still think that 
low I'm I'm gonna give the show enough rope to where like if the next three episodes are fantastic and they recontextualize this episode, kind of like how um, Avengers and uh, not yeah Avengers Endgame um, kind of recontextualizes certain scenes in like Iron Man two and like Thor Dar- the Dark World, which are two like kind of meh Marvel movies. I love Iron Man two, but like not everyone does. Yeah, um, I love Iron but, Man uh, But uh, that movie made those movies retroactively better. And mm-hmm. I think yep. that Marvel is unique in their power to do that. And I think that if they do explain her motivations well enough, like we could look back on this episode and be like, oh, so this is what they were kind of seeding without us knowing about it. But would you I ever? The jury's still out on that one. Would you ever it, say, say they retroactively make this episode great, just like your examples? Would you still want to go back and watch this television? You mean the show itself or the, just the episode? This episode. This episode. You're like, oh, man, that made that episode uh, way better contextually. But what about content-wise? Of the things not. That, right? Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed yeah. Thor Dark World way more after I watched Endgame. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, we can't really say, Anthony, yet. I mean, yeah, can't I completely think, say. I think, that, I think that inherent flaw is that I'm hoping and I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to jump on the train of saying that this will happen. Or, but I, I, if, you know, the Marvel fan in me hopes that this show was built around a Netflix model of we're going to binge it all in one day and it'll all make sense and all be great. But mm-hmm. they're kind of having this weekly release format. And if it's all meant to be like a six hour movie, you know, this might just be the character development type of thing. And that's what it's meant for. And even though it's light on story and light on different things, we get to know the characters and it's the beat before the action and, and it's important. That could be the case. I hope it's the case. But yeah. I, I don't necessarily have the faith right now to say that it will be. I don't think I like... The, well, the, if it's a, such a short series of six episodes, in my opinion, you should just release it all at once or have it in a different type of format. Because I don't know if this really works. Because say, because uh, that's one sixth of the show we don't like. But if if you strung it together and just a, if it was the exact same content, but you organized it in a different package, I feel like we wouldn't have been so down on it as we've had so much time to think about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't. I also don't... think th- this episode would have really benefited from uh, a couple like side plots with Owen Wilson. I look back uh, well like so I guess my my wish was granted and I kind of regret it because in episode two I was like I hope like at the end of episode two I was like I hope we're just following Loki and this variant and it's going to be exciting and fun oh no I was the same way Josh I I totally agree with you that's what Uh, I was hoping for but like retroactively like hindsight is 2020 but like it would have been better with Mobius yeah for sure Maybe maybe we would have gotten a little more attached to her character if we saw her react to different types of characters. Like, Mobius is such an interesting person, just conversation-wise and his motives. I feel like the way he would have reacted to her would have been completely different than Loki. I feel like she would have reacted completely differently, and we could have seen a little more dimensions of her character. But we went to a purple planet, and they walked around in, in CG land. Yeah... So let's talk. Let's, oh, go ahead, Josh. Not just, just the way she's currently written right now is basically a rebellious young teenager with anger issues. 
Yeah, there's there's definitely some angst in there. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I do, yeah. I do want to highlight a scene that I did really enjoy, and that was a scene on the train where they're just kind of talking. Like, mm-hmm. I think that did they have like amazing chemistry? No, they did not. But I think that's the closest like this episode came to them actually having a conversation. And the what is love conversation? To, yeah, I, I thought it was really fun personally. Um, and uh, so that is definitely the highlight of the episode for me. But the other thing I wanted to talk to you all about is the one thing of consequence that came out of this episode was we had it revealed that all of the TVA members are variants. Ah, yes. I was going to bring that up. variants. Yes. That, that was probably, I know, like, in terms of quality of this episode, like, was not great, but that might be the biggest reveal in this entire show. Oh, yeah. And so, so yeah, when I, when I heard that, I was like, yo, what? Like, now there, there's a possibility that she's just messing with him. It seemed very authentic, though, when she talked about it. Like, it was it was real, which kind of... And now, if she's just messing with him, that would be something that's interesting because she could be a, you know, played to that role of the god of mischief, like she's... Like, Loki's are. Mm-hmm. Um, or if she was... Or if she was just being authentic and this is real, and maybe, like I brought up before, she's actually the protagonist of this entire story. Um... We just, I guess we'll have to find out. Either either way, I think works for me. I want to uh, know what everyone thinks in terms of what's the percentage that Sylvie is actually a Loki variant and yeah. she's not just lying about it. Like what's the percentage that she's actually a Loki variant? I say it's like 15%. I don't believe her at all. Really? Yeah, no. I don't think she is at all. I think that's the reason she's being so tight-lipped. All right, so JC, you're questioning, man. What's your percentage? So, okay, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a side thing and kind of introduce another element of this discussion. I apologize, yeah. but... Uh, go right ahead. Um, so, based upon how her powers work, a reliable source did some digging around uh, Marvel and figuring out certain things about the behind-the-scenes stuff. And said basically that at some level, I don't know at what level, but at some level, they combined Loki with Enchantress to create okay. her character. Yes. That's, that, that's what I told Curtis when we watched yeah. it. Like, she, she's she literally had... the blonde hair as well mm-hmm. as the, the freaking uh, mind the control powers. That's literally Enchantress's thing. And the fact that she hasn't been shown or how she said it, taught uh, mischief magic then it makes a hundred percent that it's enchantress, but she could be a fusion of the two. Yeah. I, I, I'm leaning towards it's probably a fusion of ideas. I don't (laughs) think what's her name is it Amora. Is that it? Sylvie? Yeah. Amora. Oh, Amora. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't think this is Amora at all. If it is, I will be mad at Marvel unless they (laughs) kind of like crazy switcheroo and she's actually great. That would be terrible. My biggest fear, my biggest fear is that they tried to kind of satisfy the Enchantress fans and just like threw her away into this character and won't actually do Enchantress. I really hope not. That's my biggest. That makes the Masters of Evil like dream like way less of a reality. Yeah. But, you know, 
Because like I'm thinking like an Iron Man three type of thing with the Mandarin, but yeah. they're theoretically or, or, fixing oh, that. Oh, huge disappointment! Or even, or even an Iron Man two thing where they mixed Whiplash and Crimson Dynamo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, I really hope. That they... I love that Whiplash. I love. I, I thought I think he's really fun. Like it's, it's 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 not the worst part of that movie. I can tell you that. That I, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, but. I I don't at this point have any reason to question that she's an actual Loki. I just think that the TVA probably messed with her so much that they probably changed her from being a regular Loki to being what she is today. Like I'm guessing that she probably got pulled out of her time stream pretty young maybe. And that's why she Ooh. doesn't remember her mother. That's the only thing that I can think of. Mm-hmm. And that she didn't really grow up on Asgard and didn't I mean, really. How, yeah, I mean, how old though is like she? She could be like freaking. Oh, she, I mean, I mean the Guardians can be like old. thousands of years. Yeah. 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 She's hundreds of years old. But and yeah, I mean, she could be tens of thousands if she was out of the time stream. Who even knows? I don't yeah. Even know. Um, I mean, I I think she's Loki. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So that, so that's kind of what I was reading to you guys as the people were addressing that whether or not she was like a lady Loki enchantress, enchantress hybrid kind of thing. Um, and so obviously the director didn't really reveal much of anything at all, other than that she's different, and that's why she looks different. That's literally all she talked about. And there's some mystery, like where did she come from? You know what's going on with her. What's her past? Stuff like that. Stuff that we want to know. Um, and that she maybe not remember so much of. What if, what if this show ends with her being recruited by Madame Hydra? <laughs> wow, Curtis. <laughs> you're like throwing some stuff out there, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Better... Like that, that, that seems to be like a little bit of like Masters of Evil, like Thunderbolts type situation. Maybe a mixture of the two. We know they love to mix things. Well, she does have a hundred percent success rate of recruiting people I hate so far, so maybe so. <laughs> you hate John Walker, dude. John Walker's—he was first of all, kudos to the actor. I mean, we gave him kudos last time, but he was so good. Um, until the writers like, just screwed him in the last. The writers episode. did screw him by saving that daggum like truck and like him think- walking around like he's a part of the team. I mean, we talked about it ad nauseum, but I do have a lot of hope for his character in the future. Like, I think I think he's going to be a great character. Yeah, and, I agree. I think he can be a very great character. Just the writers got to really, really put some. And, and maybe that. with maybe with Enchantress slash possibly Lady Loki, they'll pull a reverse um, U.S. agent, and she'll start out bad and then get incredible by the end. Oh, well, I hope. Well, they're kind I mean, of. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Loki himself was a bad character up until like maybe end of Thor Dark World, beginning of Ragnarok. Yeah, he was great in Ragnarok. I loved him in Ragnarok. Yeah, Yeah, he wasn't really he wasn't great in Avengers. That's for sure. No, and he was even worse in Thor 1. And everybody was kind of worse in Thor 1. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even remember Thor 1. (laughs) As we've mentioned many times this podcast, the Thor movies are probably the weakest until you get to Ragnarok. Yep. 
Love and Thunder looks good though. Love and Thunder, that's Oof. that looks like it's I, gonna hit. May of next year, right? I think uh, so. JC, I, is that correct? It sounds right. But yeah, to your point though, it doesn't even seem like they're portraying her as the like antagonist anymore. It's just that she's misunderstood. Like yeah, she's I, the antagonist of the TVA, but of the story itself. Well, the TVA is super shady and it's probably going to Oh, yeah. We, we, you know, yes, TVA is super shady, but it doesn't even seem like it's the TVA's thought. I mean, like, like Mobius is, or that, that judge, or the judge, I forgot her name. She's the judge is definitely shady, super shady. Yeah. And everyone could just be brainwashed. Oh, I yeah, think the judge, I, I think the judge is probably serving underneath whoever the main antagonist is. Yeah, I could see that. Hopefully it's our man King. Man, I want it to be King so bad, but it's not gonna be. And I've accepted that. I think it's possible that it's possible that it will be, but Give they just don't know. Give me a percentage chance that they make any mention of King JC right now. Percentage chance. I thought we already oh, there, gave this. There's like a three percent chance that they're gonna mention him, but I think there's a good chance that it'll be retroactively explained in a future movie. Hmm interesting like a pretty good chance i'm kind of with you on there but i'm gonna bump it up to eight <laughs> percent okay <laughs> i like there's the a, hope there's a difference <laughs> this show's giving me no reason to hope for anything oh goodness just one bad episode jc i i'm not oh. with you on that train that there was a decline in episode two i'm just saying oh, okay not okay with you there guys i'm gonna be so honest i at this point feel like this show has no direction and no energy. Like, I barely care that it exists. Like, where is this show going? Do you, can you guys tell me why I should be excited about where this show's going? Loki himself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm unconvinced at this point. Uh, Do watch out. JC has one bad day. You have no idea what can happen. He's like, what is the meaning of life? Like, what is going on? I no point at all. So, JC, if you had to rank Loki into your MCU rankings. Oh, right now? Is, yeah, right now. Give me give me 10 seconds. Filibuster for like a minute here. Uh, okay. Well, me personally, it would probably fall, oh, somewhere around the Doctor Strange Captain Marvel level, which is like bottom third. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I just, I had a lot of fun though with episode one and two. Oh yeah, I mean, episode one and two, I thought were great, but like, this episode, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like a Game of Thrones thing where like, it's hard to separate like the last thing you see from a show and like how disappointing it was. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And... I have my ranking. Give okay. it to us. If number one was the bottom, and number like 23 or whatever is like the top or whatever we're at now with It'd all be the 25 would it yeah what's that i think it would be 25 or 24 because there were 22 movies then we've had this is a third show this would be 25 okay so with 25 being the highest one being the lowest right now for me personally loki's number five. Oh. ouch How? but i mean it's i mean that's mine's in the bottom third so I It'll mean, can you third, can so you not really enter? Off. Can you really change around the bottom third though? That's that's a like, it's like a lot of movies. By comparison, I, Wandavision well, is seventeen. Yeah, yeah. 
I think the ending of WandaVision kind of brought it down. But we Still, yeah, I mean, that's episode. You can listen to that on another episode, listeners, if you want yeah, to. The ending of WandaVision is what kept it from being like top seven for me. Oh, yeah, same. But uh, anyway, anyway, that was that was a huge digression. Um, did anyone have any other thoughts about this yeah. episode? Yeah, so there were some reveals as we talked about. There was a reveal that uh, about the variants of being held captive, all those people with variants, which is really interesting, though. Like, different story than what I read up on on who the the people were and in total. Uh, also, Loki revealed that he is uh, bisexual, which I saw like comments and stuff like that on Facebook for some reason. I forgot where I was or why I was there. Like completely. Facebook is kind of a cesspool sometimes. Yeah, it was it, and and YouTube and like people were like fighting about stuff. There was some like homophobia going on. Um Gross. Like don't that. do that. Yeah, it it was bad. But I just wanted to see like what people's reactions were and like how he was in the comics and stuff like that. And there was also like revealing not in the show but in the comics that uh Loki like father Laufey or whatever is actually mm-hmm. the name of a female so his father was actually possibly a female and his mom was actually a male it, it's weird nice i mean those <laughs> i was super... giants can work however they want to work yeah oh for sure i was just like super confused i went down a dark rabbit hole apparently loki's history and his like presence in the comics is is uh it matches the theme of the god of mischief you don't know like mm-hmm. what's real and what's not um yeah but he revealed in the show you know that uh, like he said a little bit of both you know men and women i i appreciated that that they're bringing some other inclusion of different stuff within the show of somewhat of a main character yeah at least a character who they thought was important enough to be the lead of the show yeah that's that's definitely major yeah yeah, I think that's 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 only going to expand too because um, we've heard we've read reports about uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, and it seems like um, oh, I forget what her name was, um, the Valkyrie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot what her name was too. It seems like she's going to at least be by as well. Hey, yeah. theoretically. Yeah. Or maybe I she'll thought, have a different orientation. I thought, I but, thought she uh, mentioned something like that already in Ragnarok. It was implied heavily yeah, that it was implied. Yeah, I guess I just was, started... that she was romantically involved with the blonde Valkyrie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. That's... Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I mean, the MCU continues to become more and more diverse, and in my humble opinion, that is never a bad thing. Same. Yeah. I agree. Just reflecting reality. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, um, I don't think, uh, I mean, like what we've talked about this episode, I don't think anybody's brought an argument to the table to say they're pro this episode. I kind of think we're all on the same page. And <laughs> I think I think me and Josh are slightly more positive on it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's yeah, I, I would say we are slightly more positive, which, you know, JC was already going downhill before this episode came out. So just remember, I had the highest tie of any of us on the episode one. Did you know? Did you? <laughs> uh, JC was pretty jacked. Uh, yeah, I, it was a fantastic. But episode two, though, gosh, 
So this will forever be the rift between us unless I magically change my mind. There's always <laughs> been a rift between us, JC. Always. <laughs> so, we are still the two who've had the most in common ranking lists of anyone. So don't even go there. It's so wild. But when you come out with your hot takes, man, I'm just like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We are very polarizing. We're either together or far apart. Exactly. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about this episode, Loki episode three, other than guys, give us more TVA, give us more Mobius, give us more Miss Minutes. Heck yeah. Villain of the story. Yes, honestly, which like, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that this show is about Loki and a very Loki centric episode, but it wasn't really Loki centric because we had this other variant, you know, but it was Loki, but not anyways, I'm confusing myself. Very Loki centric (laughs) episode about Loki happened to be the weakest. I don't think I would blame Tom Hiddleston, but it could be just like a fight between the chemistry of the characters or it's actually meant out to play like this. Don't know, but we're going to find out in the next episode. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you have it, listeners, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Our thoughts, general thoughts, as well as spoiler thoughts on this next episode, on this last episode, Loki episode three called Lamentous. Please listen. And JC certainly lamented watching this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess there's a reason it's called (laughs) Lamentus. (laughs) Like reading Lamentations in the Bible. It was a pretty big (sighs) letdown. Um, uh, Anyways, thanks for listening. It's been real. It's been been fun. fun. Yeah, it's been somewhat fun. (laughs) (laughs) Fun discussions. Uh, Yes, fun discussions. Fun discussions. It's been Loki. It's been Loki. (laughs) Loki fun. Peace out.